This is episode 164 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today, we're going to talk all about the holidays and the triggers that we're faced with during the holiday and how we can actually survive it and potentially thrive. I promise you it has nothing to do with your typical holiday survival guide. Let's do this. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited about talking about the holiday. So if you're listening live today, the day of posting this episode, it's actually the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. So if you're listening live, you're from the America, happy Thanksgiving. And I'm grateful that you're here with us today. My question for you today is what does holiday mean for you? I know for me, it means family, tradition, warmth, connection. And to be honest with you, this meaning of the holiday has significantly changed over the last eight years. If we were to dial back the clock nine or 10 years ago, my definition of the holiday would have been indulgence, indulgence in abundance, abundance of the food, indulgence in food that I would not typically allow myself to have, indulgence in buying a lot of gifts and things and big gifts and a lot of money spent in proving to people that I love them with gifts and material stuff. Today, holiday for me is... I don't want to say the opposite, but significantly different. It's more basic. It's coming back to the roof. And in the case of the gift situation, for me, it's about giving experiences. And I talked about that last year on the podcast and the year before. So you may want to go and retrieve those old episodes. I even did a podcast on my gift guide. And for me, it's about experiences because experiences is what makes me a different person, makes me a better version of myself. And I want to give that gift to the people around me. I want to share the gift with them by doing something with them, by giving them an experience that's going to evolve them, transform them, teach them something. So I have made that change in my life. Maybe you've done that already, or maybe you're in transition of doing that. And it's also something that I changed towards myself, right? As I said earlier, holiday used to be about indulgences, both with food and also with things that I would buy myself. And again, that has changed. For me, it's about giving myself experiences and opportunity that typically I wouldn't afford, that wouldn't be on budget, but 
I'm giving that gift to myself for the holiday. And there's a couple of opportunity for you to do that in your journey to heal and make peace with food and your body. I was just asked recently to lead a retreat with a company called Inspired Retreat, their first non-fitness retreat, nothing based on yoga, fitness, or weight loss. It's the Going Beyond the Food retreat, and it's actually going to happen May the 1st to the 5th, 2019 in Punta Mica, Mexico. It's obviously a women-only retreat. It's about rest. It's about relaxation. And it is a transformational experience. It's about learning the concept of going beyond the food. And it's about embodying those concepts within that time together, May the 1st to the 5th. So you can actually do it and leave home with that embodiment and that knowledge. The retreat is in the most gorgeous house that you can ever imagine. So if you're looking for a gift to give yourself or even something to do with your girlfriend, it may be a great experience to do together with your best friend. I know we've already had two couples of girlfriends that I've booked together and that's what they're doing. It's their Christmas gift to themselves. The link is in the show notes. So stephaniedodier.com slash 164 and the early bird pricing ends November 28, 2018. And also very soon, we will be launching the gift card promotion for the next round of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, the one that will begin on January 27, 2019. That will happen in December the 4th. So if you're listening live in less than five days, this promotion will be available and it will be launched to our wait list. So I've been talking to you about the wait list for a couple of show now. It's time to get on the wait list to get this opportunity for you. And if it's past December the 4th now, and you weren't there for the launch of the gift card initiative for the Going to Be on the Food Academy, please communicate to us and we'll send you the details. With this opportunity, you can then ask people around you to change the way they gift to you and give you the opportunity to transform yourself. Or maybe it's your partner, right? Instead of buying you a beautiful piece of jewelry, I'm not saying that jewelry is not nice, but instead of buying you a beautiful piece of jewelry, maybe it's your tuition for the next round of the Academy. Plus the gift card promotion will also, because you're buying in 2018, will lock you in to the 2018 price, which is cheaper than 2019. So if these are the transition you're ready to make to move from things to experiences, these are two opportunities for you to either invest in yourself or propose that to your people who give you a gift normally to help you have a different experience in 2019. That's one element of the holiday survival guide, turning this opportunity for gift into something that will change you, that will help you achieve your goal or where you want to be in life. And that is like trading things for experiences. 
Now we're going to dive further into the holiday survival guide. And the reason why I want to focus on those next two elements of the holiday is because these two elements are triggers for many people when it comes to emotional eating loop. Those two things are negative people, negative family member or challenging family member and how do we deal with them during the holiday? And the second thing is how we engage with food during the holiday period. And both of those things are in part driven by diet culture, the weight loss industry. When we think about like the messaging that comes to us with food, for example, with the weight loss industry during holiday, it's all about indulge and then start your new diet January 1st, right? And that has been ingrained in our brain for years and years and years. So it's about changing that, right? Surviving the holiday is changing that narrative that we have in our mind about how we need to engage with food and also the negative people in our life. So here's my commitment to you. We're going to talk about those two things today, negative people and how we engage with food during the holiday. But over the next five weeks, I want to concentrate on how you can make 2019 difference. So the whole month of December is going to be about what you can do to engage in the new year differently, because that's the other piece of holiday is the whole new year's resolution. So today we're going to tackle the holiday. Then the next four weeks, we're going to tackle what our mindset, our focus change should be so we can begin the year of 2019 differently. So let's dive into the number one cause in my community, in the going beyond the food community, of emotional eating loop, anxiety eating, stress eating, which is negative family member. Having to face grandma, Aunt Maureen, cousin Nancy, without forgetting the old uncle who, let's just say, has completely different point of view in life than you, and he's not shy at all to share it all with you. These are those people that we personally are challenged and engaging with during the holiday. What I'm going to share with you is three key principles that you need to adopt so you can change your relationship with those people and have it not trigger you during the holiday. That first principle is recognizing and accepting that every human being is seeking love. At the core of every single one of us, there may be a few like 0.1% exception from this, but 99.99% of us all want to be loved by the other people in our life. Even Cousin Nancy and Auntie Maureen, they may have a distorted way of communicating their desire for love. Maybe what comes out of their mouth, right, does not necessarily land you to want to give them love, but from their personal level of awareness, that's what they're doing. Their negative comment, their judgment that they are giving you that triggers you 
is simply a representation of their own individual level of happiness, their own level of self-awareness. I've had somebody recently in one of my pay programs said that their biggest trigger is their father-in-law judging them as a couple and criticizing her for what's going on in their family. How can we even start to believe that this father-in-law wants to be loved? Well, if we try to see things differently, we can appreciate that from this father-in-law perspective, from his head and his heart in his own twisted way, he wants the best for you and your couple. He wants you to change for what he knows to be the best for him. And he's sharing that with you in a very distorted way by judging and criticizing you. But bottom lines, He wants you to be happy. He wants you to appreciate him for putting you in the right path. Again, totally distorted, totally no self-awareness there, but that's what he's trying to do. The same goes for your sister comment about your weight or your body. I know it doesn't feel like it is love. And it's probably not going to feel like love even after listening to this podcast. But honestly, what she wants is to be loved by you by sharing what she knows to be her fruit, what she believes in. I used to do that in my very recent past, in my days of food activism, in my days of being huber focused on, at that time was the paleo way of eating and teaching that and wanting the whole world to be paleo, I was preaching my views on my family member at Christmas and doing so from the bottom of my heart, thinking that if they could all do that, life would be so much better for them. Now, I've had a journey of personal awareness and I've worked on myself to realize that That's not the way we engage with people to help them change and transform. So I change. I don't do that anymore, but I used to do it. I used to be the one that people probably felt annoyed seeing at the holiday because of my political and activism and food obsession. So A, everybody can change, but then B, what I was doing was from a place of love. So that's the big principle, number one, understanding that even the most unpleasant people want to be loved. Two, it's recognizing and accepting that every human being is seeking acceptance from its tribe for who they are. In the same way we seek love, we seek acceptance and approval by our tribe. This is one of the most primitive brain function that we have. It's deeply in the brainstem of every single one of us. To grow and evolve on the planet hurt, we need to be part of a tribe to protect us, to make sure we have enough food and shelter. Though today, that is no longer something that we need to do to survive. But back even 200 years ago, we needed a community to survive. So, That need to be accepted is 
something that we do subconsciously. And it is the same thing for your grandma's pie, right? When you get to the table at dinner and grandma puts her pie on the table and she doesn't even ask you, she puts a slice into your plate and maybe you don't want to have it because you're full, because you don't eat it for whatever reason is irrelevant. She puts it on your plate and she wants you to eat it. She's adamant that you must eat it. She is seeking your approval of her food and her cooking ability by you eating it and telling her you're loving it. So realize that's what she's seeking. She's not trying to control the way you eat. She's not trying to tell you what to do. She's seeking approval. So it's about how you are setting boundary for yourself to saying, you know what? Thank you very much, grandma, for this pie. It looks beautiful. And I'm sure it's amazing tasting. I know you're cooking. You're the best cook. However, for me, if I eat that right now, I'm going to feel terrible. I'm going to have stomach cramp. I'm going to feel full. So I'm going to pass, but know that I love your cooking. You see what I did? I gave her the approval she was seeking. I didn't overstep my own boundary of not eating her pie. I gave her what she was seeking and I made her feel better about it. She may try to push against saying, no, 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 just have a bit. Thank you, grandma. I really wish I could, but it's really not going to make me feel great. And I want to have a nice evening with the rest of the family. Thank you. I would even say, I'll bring it home with me. And that would make her extremely happy. And I'll have it tomorrow. Truthfully, I may not have it or not have it. She won't know that, but she is going to get what she wants, which is approval because we all seek that. So every human being without exception seeks love and then seek approval. Now, the last step in dealing with negative family member that may trigger you is about taking personal responsibility. We, you and I cannot wait for them to change. We cannot convince people to change. We cannot inject self-awareness in our uncle or grandma or in our auntie or our cousin. This is a personal journey. And clearly, if there are difficult towards you and you're reacting to them, they're likely not at that point in their life where they're self-aware, they're ready. So for you to make this event less traumatic, less terrible, less of a negative experience, it's about you taking responsibility, accepting that they're seeking love, they're seeking to be approved, and you hearing them doesn't mean you are approving them and you are doing the same thing as them and accepting that they're going to change you. It's simply you're hearing them, just like I did with grandma and the pie, and you're giving her what she's seeking without overstepping your own boundary. You need to put their perspective in view of empathy, compassion, right? Empathy that they want to be loved, compassion that they want to be accepted, that love always wins. Stop fighting them. Stop fighting. Start loving them for who they are at the moment. And it says your responsibility to do that because they're clearly not ready to do that at this point. So you're going to have to engage with them. So don't fight them. Just hear them. And to be honest, fighting them 
just cause you pain. Because when you get into an argument with your uncle's political point of view, you're not going to change him. You're only going to end up frustrating yourself, causing yourself pain. And for many of us, end up in an emotional eating loop because of that pain. So how about if we just avoid the pain by not arguing with him, by just hearing him and then moving along, right? Hearing doesn't mean that you're going to jump into the same boat and do the same thing as him. It just means you're hearing him or her. So dealing with negative family member is entirely your choice. And I know for some of you that's difficult to hear, but it's your choice of how you engage with them. So I'm proposing to you to have a completely different perspective and an engagement with those people to take responsibility, to start seeing them differently and their behavior differently. And let me say that to you, your holiday will be a lot more peaceful and a lot less anxious. Now, the second biggest area of trauma around the holiday beyond the negative family member or the challenging people during the holiday is how we engage with food and with your weight. Now, for the people that are part of my email community, you have received an email from me last Sunday, Sunday, November the 11th, actually. And in there, I was outlining my advice to you with regards to food. Number one, go for the holiday party. Do not try to avoid the holiday party because you want to restrict yourself. Love always win. Human connection prevail anything. Love is the most important aspect of life and healing. So go to the family party, go have fun, look at those negative people from a different perspective and enjoy the event. Two, do not restrict. Restriction will only drive the desire to eat that food that you're restricting. Or if you're restricting the quantity, it will drive you to want more and have more and crave. And feeling like if you do that, you did such a bad thing that you are off plan. And once again, you're off the wagon. So might as well eat everything in sight. Don't restrict the food. Follow your intuition, respect your body and enjoy the food and the people. Three, sorry. (laughs) Do not plan on getting back on the wagon January 1st. So again, it goes along to this whole restrictive, well, I'll just give it all and I'll eat whatever I want between December 24th and January 1st. And then on January 1st, I'll be back on my plan, my diet, my way of eating. This is the worst thing you can do to deep dive into the world of binge eating, overeating. There's no wagon. Wagon doesn't exist. This waiting for January 1st is just the ticket for you to feel terrible about yourself and then to get into the whole dieting loop. So there's no wagon. There's no restriction. Life carries on. 
You will go out on December 24th or 25th, have the same food as everyone. You will respect your body, respect your hunger cue, your fullness cue, because you won't restrict, because you know that you can have more tomorrow night and you can have more again if you want on January 1st, right? And on January 1st, there's no plan, there's no wagon. Life carries on in an intuitive, respectful way of eating. If you don't restrict, if you don't set boundaries and plans and dates, which is really an expression of fear, and instead you are following and respecting your intuition, which comes from a place of love, during those holiday events, you will make choices that will make you feel good. Why? Because you love yourself. You are expressing love to yourself by following your intuition. And food will become secondary which honestly, it should be in the holiday. The holidays are not about the food. They're about family, people, love, connection, and memories. So go out there and enjoy the holiday like a, quote, normal person. And then you will see how much less drama you have around your weight and your body when you come out of the holiday. It's just another week of your life. Now, if you want to hear more and dive more into those different topics to our, again, community email list. We have emailed on Sunday our written version of this holiday survival guide. So it's a five-part article. We broke it up into five parts because it's a long format of writing. And I dive into different topics around the holiday. We dive into kids' eating habits. We dive into the need for self-care during the holiday, how to manage your stress and manage the different negative family member into your life. And I also talk about the holiday parties and work function. And the last piece is about holiday baking tips. And I also included in this holiday survival guide video version of some of those topics. And let me warn you, those videos are old school. They're dating back to four years ago in my clinic in Toronto. So for those of you who want to dial back to the beginning of the going to beyond the food method, at that point, I didn't even know it was going to be called like that. But these are old school video. Go get the holiday survival guide in your email box or if you're not yet on my email, which I clearly don't understand why, go to the show notes right now and you're going to get the link to access the guide on my website. So I hope these tips will help you enjoy the best holiday season yet. And if it's the last time we speak to each other before the holiday, because you're too busy listening to podcasts, I want to wish you and your family the best holiday season. And it is my wish for you, for you to thrive during the holiday. And it may require a few tweaks, tweaks of your mindset, which we outlined today, but I know you can do it. If you think this episode may help another woman in your life, please share it. And also, if you want to leave me a review, that would be absolutely appreciated. And it would help me rank this podcast higher. We have a great show coming up about how we can engage with 2019 differently. Next week is body acceptance, the key 
to making peace with food. So we're going to talk about the role of our body image and our relationship to food and why you may think you've tried everything and nothing works for you, yet you haven't worked on your relationship to your body. So that's going to be the next show. Until then, I love you and I look forward to hang out with you again in the next episode. Do you wish your relationship to food and perhaps your body was easier? Do you wish you could make peace with food and your body? Most women will describe the state of being as having food freedom. And likely you've tried potentially everything to get there. And you are certain that something is seriously wrong with you. Maybe you're thinking that more restriction has to be the solution. I get it. And trust me, I've been there too for almost 27 years. You see, what most struggling women never ever realize is that how you engage with food and your body has little to do with food itself. Sadly, most women rely on outdated strategy like restriction and willpower and discipline as their solution. Things like the black and white mindset, the diet pills, the cheat day to control their urges. But you and I know that has nothing to do with food freedom. So that's why I want to share with you the assessment that I use in my clinic with my one-on-one client to identify what is holding them back from food freedom. And quite frankly, it's different from anything you've done before. I've created the food freedom score, this assessment tool to give you an idea of where you should be focusing on. During this quiz, I'm going to take you through 10 simple yes or no questions that will allow you to assess the sticky point with your relationship with food and your body. Plus, I'll coach you at the end on specific steps you need to take to move forward to get your food freedom. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself and create a new relationship with food and your body, head over to stephaniedoze.com quiz and I'll see you on the other side.